The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Okay, so, you know, in this business, uh, we do a late night radio program. So, really? Well, yeah, I mean, you're familiar familiar with this. So, uh, occasionally, you know, any of us on the staff uh, will try to sneak in and nap in the afternoon because you don't always sleep at night. I mean, you were just telling me you're up at five, went to bed at four, up at five. You know, I get a couple hours. Yeah, I fell asleep at three, got up at five, 5.15 a.m. and never went back to bed. That's just the nature of this thing. So, you try to grab a nap. So, Alex, who, of course, is uh, one of our assistant producers, um, was napping. And she's my daughter, so she's napping in the house here. Usually and, does it during the show. Well, sometimes. <laughs> she gets her best sleep during the show. I know, exactly. Um, so she was napping on the front porch and uh, in, in one of the, uh, you know, the porch furniture couch yeah. things that's out there. And it's a beautiful day. So and I was looking for I can't remember what I had to tell her. But I walk out there, and she and as I walked out, it kind of woke her up. But you know how when somebody wakes up, they don't quite wake up completely? Yes. Right away? So she's in that halfway between awake and asleep state, and she goes, "Why are you wearing? You're going to wear those shorts?" <laughs> I'm like, "What's wrong with my shorts?" And I'm thinking I'm going to need some fashion consulting here because apparently my shorts were so striker. Maybe it was how white my legs are. I am not well, sure. Well, that's a possibility because you don't ever wear shorts. I'm not sure what happened, but for her to kind of wake up and the first thing out of her mouth, are you going to wear those shorts? I'm like, okay. I don't know why I felt the need to share that, but, but I'm a little, <laughs> I'm sure I'm Alex little, appreciates it. I'm a little self-conscious about it right now. <laughs> yeah, you might want to go to a tanning salon for those legs. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, hey, hey, welcome to the program, everybody. Just a great way to start it off tonight. Hey, may, if you haven't yet, head over to facebook.com slash beyond reality radio, like the Facebook page for us, then head to beyond reality radio.com where you can find all the stations we are on across the country. You can also download the uh, free iPhone and Android app right there, which allows you to listen live, catch past shows all on the go and more, or just listen right from the website, clicking the pop-up button and you can uh, hang out in an online chat and listen to the show right from there. So, uh, you know what I, you, you want to talk about funny stuff. All right. So. You saw the boat. I sent you the pictures of the boat the other day. Mm-hmm. I had it in the driveway. It was wrapped. I had to unwrap it, not knowing that a squirrel whoa, had whoa, 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 created whoa, whoa, whoa. a nest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Last year it was a bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bat. The bat I, last year. Yeah, this year it was a squirrel. Now it's a squirrel. Okay. It was a squirrel. And he was very angry. Oh, really? I bet. He was, I mean, I've never had a squirrel charge and start hissing at me like that. Really? I didn't, really? Know, they, I didn't know they hissed. I'd never seen a squirrel hiss. Oh, no. my God. It's the weirdest sound, but he kept on trying to lunge at me. He went, went on the <laughs> dashboard. I. It was just a nightmare. You know, the problem with things like that, you know, these animals are small. You could just, you could swat them, but they're so erratic. You can't judge their next move. And they're fast. It's just ridiculous. So that was how my day went. Well, you know what that might do? That might uh, induce some weird dreams for you. Uh, Nightmares. Yeah, those would be nightmares. Even. Uh, And we're going to be able to talk about that tonight. Our guest tonight is Kelly Sullivan Walden, and she is a dream expert. And she's recently written a book called Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. So we're going to talk about what our dreams may be telling us about our love lives, in addition to just general dream talk all the way around. And, and uh, you know, this is always a fascinating conversation. Um, dreams and the whole sleep process and the dreaming process is one of a, a great importance to us physically and mentally and emotionally. It, it is very therapeutic. It helps heal us mentally, emotionally, physically. And uh, whenever we get into these conversations, I'm fascinated. I know where you're going to take it. 
Well, yeah, I, I have to bring it up for a good friend. I got to talk to her and yeah, good get friend. her interpretation on it. But, you know, I'm going to end up having a nightmare tonight. It's going to be a killer squirrel with pale white legs. <laughs> oh, the pen and gym shorts. <laughs> it's going <gonna, laughs> to have Jimmy's. So, <laughs> uh, on a serious note, do you uh, you hear about what's been going on in Pennsylvania? I just know there's some noises or something going on. Yes. Uh, Pennsylvania becomes the latest location to be dealing with mysterious booms. Authorities in Pennsylvania are at their wit's end over a series of mysterious booms that have plagued parts of the state for weeks now, and they hope that the FBI can actually help provide some answers. According to a report from Philadelphia, the explosion-like sounds have been reported by a striking number of witnesses believed to be in the hundreds of people now. The case has also become something of a social media sensation in the area as residents attempt to try to figure out what's truly going on. Um, as often with cases uh, with incidents involving unexplained sounds, the booms are are maddening because no one can quite put their finger on exactly where where they are coming from and, and what's creating them. Uh, law enforcement is baffled by the booms as residents have been reporting them. Uh, one police department posted on Facebook over a month ago that they were aware of the odd sounds but were still uncertain on where they were coming from or what was causing them. Uh, weeks later, the mysterious sounds going on with the state and still going on in the state, and the authorities have even brought in the FBI to try to investigate the case. Yeah, once the FBI gets involved, you know that it's not it's ratcheted up a couple levels there. And from what I understand about these these booms, they were all taking place like between two thirty and four a.m. It was yeah, consistently it's, it's, late at night. This has been going on in all different parts of the country, and that's really what what's crazy about it. Yeah, it's been reported in a lot of different places. Um, yeah, we will open the phone lines now in case somebody does want to comment on that. We usually wait until later in the program, but we will have them open in case there's somebody listening in the Pennsylvania area who's familiar with the sounds. Maybe they even heard them. Um, I will mention that tomorrow night we've got James Olson coming on, and he's going to be talking about his book called How Whole how whole brain thinking can save the future. And it explores how we can achieve peace within ourselves, with others, and throughout the world by better understanding the nature of consciousness. And every Friday, of course, is a best of Beyond Reality Radio, so make sure you tune in. If you do download the show from iTunes or anywhere else, just do us a favor and rate it for us because it helps push it forward, makes it easier for people to find, and that's what it's all about, just trying to get the word out. Yeah, it, it is for sure. Um, one other thing, stop by Scaricon.com. Check it out. That event is coming up very, very quickly, and it's a lot of fun. If you're anywhere near Framingham, Massachusetts, the weekend of June 16th and 17th, you're going to want to uh, check it out. A lot of great celebrities, a lot of fun parties, all that stuff. Vendors, too. A lot of, if you're looking for a gift for somebody for a graduation, go to Scaricon. A lot of great vendors there. You still have that nudist night? Uh, that's Yeah, that's Thursday night. You're going to go for the tan? Right? <laughs> You've got to tan up before then. Otherwise, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it won't be pretty either way. But Oh, geez. All right. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get our guest, Kelly Sullivan uh, Weldon, on the show and start really talking about dreams and figuring out what they mean. All right. You listen to Jason and JV, Beyond Reality Radio. We'll be back after this. Did you know that online retailers like Amazon have constant deals that can save you money on the things you buy every day? It's no joke. Save 40%, 50%, even 80% on great products. And all you have to do is know about them. Noodle Shark is the way to be alerted when something good is coming your way. Noodle Shark is the social media page that lists great deals that not only save you money, but give you the deals before anyone else has them. All you have to do is find Noodle Shark on Facebook. Search it as The Noodle Shark. That's The Noodle Shark. Because you deserve to save too. Become a Shark and save. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Beyond Reality Paranormal. I'm your host, J.V. Johnson. I'm going to ask that you support this program. 
The easiest way to do that, by the way, is if you're listening as a podcast, you just open up the description of the episode and you scroll down to the bottom. And at the bottom, there is a link that says support this podcast. If you click on that, you'll be taken to a page that gives you a couple of options for supporting the show. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us bring great programs to you every week, and we look forward to continuing to do that. And if you're enjoying the program on YouTube, there's another way you can support the show. Just go to the description. You'll see a link to a Patreon page. It's Joha, J-O-H-A-W. And if you go to the Patreon page, you'll be able to pledge an amount to help support the show as well. Once again, thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. Please share it with your friends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And they are going to be treated to a great show tonight because we've got Kelly Sullivan Walden joining us. Kelly is a dream expert. Her website is just her name, KellySullivanWalden.com. And her new book is called Love, Sex, and Relationships. It's a dream dictionary. And we're going to welcome Kelly into the program right now. Kelly, it's great to have you on Beyond Reality Radio. Thanks for being here tonight. It's awesome to be with you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, we've been looking forward to this, so thank you so much for coming. So let's start out by kind of getting a sense of when you started taking such an interest in dreams. Mm. I've been fascinated with dreams since I was a little kid. I have four sisters, and my sister that's closest to me in age, Shannon, she and I shared a room always growing up, and we used to have tandem dreaming experiences as as kids, and then even still today, and that means where we have a similar dream, or where we're in uh, a shared dream. So, this happened enough times that we started, we, we became really excited about dreaming and paying attention to them and talking about them. And, and then at some point noticing how they would help us in our lives. And I, I went a little deeper and crazier than she did. Um, and I became a hypnotherapist and started to work with people professionally and their subconscious mind, their dreams about 20 years ago. I can't believe it's been that long, but <laughs> it's, um, I realized that it wasn't just a phenomenon that was happening to me and my sister. It's something that we all do, and I found that by paying attention to dreams for myself and my clients that the transformation was just quicker, and there was more awareness, and life and the dramas in life stopped seeing so daunting, and it's like you have a soup superpower of some kind, and um, there's magic that, that the realm of dreams connects you to. So I became um, kind of Dr. Dream back in 2006 when my first dream book came out, and then and then more followed, and now I've got six going on seven dream books to my name, and it's and I keep finding new ways to talk about dreams and get people excited about them, and it's my mission, and that brings me to you guys. Well, it's it's great to also hear about you know, talking about share, shared dreams with your sister, because actually last week, uh, yeah. JV, we were talking with a lucid dreamer who was telling you, mm. uh, telling us how to try to uh, connect with others and enter each other's dreams. So 
and that went on yeah. for that went on for a long time, and it still goes on today for you. Yeah, not every single night, but you know, I think that the trick to it is to just is if you naturally have a soul connection with somebody, you're probably dreaming about them and with them, and you might not even notice. You might not know it because most dreams aren't remembered, even very vivid dreamers like me. There's, it's not possible to remember every single dream or. It's very, it's, it's hard to do. So there's a lot that we miss, but it's, it's really, it's something that you can practice if you meditate together, if you are already naturally on the same wavelength and you intend to dream, then it's likely that you will. It's kind of like a muscle that you build. And if it's something that you want and that you're the, the kind of the trick with dreaming about anything that is going to help you is to be excited about it and passionate about it before you go to sleep. And that's going to help make the dreams become more vivid and sticky so that you remember them in the morning. All right. I see you writing things down, JV. Stay out of my dreams. <laughs> Kelly, I'm got- I know. I know, you guys. I'm sure there's been... Some shared dreams, whether you remember them or not. Have I, there I, been? Yeah, well, I, I don't know about that. But I, I do. Yeah, I want to <laughs> ask you about this shared dream experience, though, because um, yes. you obviously discovered it at some point. Was it a, was it a, a process by which you, you may have said, hey, I just dreamt about this last night, and your sister said, hey, yes. I, I did the same thing. Yes. But then at some point, did yeah. you test that a little more thoroughly, thoroughly, like say, you write your dream out, I'll write mine, and let's see how it compares, and were we, were we really in the oh. same dream? Do you ever do that kind of thing? Man. I was so not scientific about it. We should have, but it was very much like the first one that was really obvious was when we were very little. I was about seven. She's a year and a half younger than me, and so she must have been about five and a half. And it was around Halloween, and it involved a scary witch. And she was, and we were, and what we discovered in talking about the dreams was this castle and the witch was trying to chase us off and kill us. And we decided if we had that dream again, and we did, that we were going to kill the witch and we would throw her off and we would gang up on her. And so we found each other in the dream and then we pushed the witch off. It wasn't the most enlightened dream, but it was terrifying. And we both felt completely victorious, like badasses. Yeah, that's oh, the Nancy Pelosi me. dream that, that we all have. Bad. You're going to have to bleep me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, we're, so, we're good yeah. with that word. Um, so okay. when you had those shared dream experiences, I mean, did you, were they lucid in nature or were they less than real? Was it more of a, a real dream experience? Well, I think that if we're going to get technical, a lucid dream is not just a big dream. Some people think a lucid dream is like a really big and powerful dream. It's not technically that. A, a lucid dream is when you know that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. Right. And and then to take it to the next place, you do something with it. So technically, I would say no. I just know that we had a plan for what we were going to do should we be in the dream. So I think it was quasi-lucid, but it was... I I don't know that I would call it a lucid dream because I've had lucid dreams since. And to me, the the essence of them is when I'm just going, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm having this. Wow, check out what I can do. So I wasn't doing that in the dream. But I was having a sense of of directorial um, control in some way, even though I wasn't totally lucid. So I think that there's, there's gradations. And if you if you have a plan, and I tell people to do this, and, and people do this whether they're lucid or not, is if they're having especially a series of scary dreams, 
to have a plan, like bring in an archangel, bring in an animal guide, bring in something. And because you think about that, often that will happen. It doesn't necessarily mean that you know completely that you're awake when it's happening, but because you've rehearsed it in your mind, it tends to come into into play while you're dreaming. Or like team up with your sister and plot the murder of a witch yeah. like you and your sister did. So that's all right. All right. So we're going to take a, we, we got to take a quick break and we're talking dreams and uh, with Kelly Sullivan Walden, dream expert. You listen to Jason JV beyond reality radio. We'll be back. You know, when you listen to this program, you hear many interesting guests who discuss many interesting topics. Most of those guests have books, movies, or other work that support their ideas. And we've made it very easy for you to find that work. Just go to Amazon.com slash shop slash JVJ Taps. Not only will you find the books and other work of our guests, but you'll help support this program at the same time. Again, it's Amazon.com slash shop slash JVJ Taps. You'll also see links in the description of this episode that you can click on. We can only scratch the surface of many of these topics, and the real knowledge is what you'll find in the pages or frames of our guests' efforts. So click the link and browse, and hey, thanks for listening. And uh, we were in the middle of talking about, well, lucid dreams. We were talking about shared dreams. But the bigger question, Kelly, is what are dreams? If we really had to break it down and define it, I mean, we all know what they are because we all have them at some point. But technically, what are they? Oh, wow. That is that is a big question. And I have a thousand different ways I could answer that. So let's see what comes out of my mouth this time. <laughs> I think... Our, our dreams are an attempt to connect us with the larger reality, the beyond reality aspect of who we are. We are infinite beings that are having a finite experience, and we struggle in our limitations in, in the density of being human. And I believe our dreams in some way open the, the hatch on to like above our head and remind us, oh yeah, I'm more than this. I'm connected to all of the departed loved ones that that I that I once loved. I'm departed I'm connected to all the people I loved before. I'm connected to the saints, the sages, the angels, the saints, the sinners and everything in between. I'm all of it. And I think they're really an attempt to wake us up. Our dreams are helping us, as strange as it might sound, they're helping us to wake up to our grandeur, our our largesse, the fullness of who we are. And so eventually, I think as humans evolve, we'll get to the place where we don't prejudice anything. We don't judge anything because we know it's all us. And we're so big in consciousness that that um, we we have a totally different type of dream. We don't have to have any more nightmares. We're going to have dreams that are very, very sweet and evolutionary. So, And at the very basic level, so that was kind of the highfalutin version of what are dreams. On the basic level, they are helping us to be sane. If we don't dream, then we, within a day or two or three, become completely psychotic. So it's believed that we sleep in order to dream because we need to. It's like doing the laundry. If we wear the same clothes over and over, eventually we get kicked out 
of wherever we are. Nobody wants to be around us. We're stinky. So our dreams are like a laundry machine that help to clean us. And even if we had a bad day the, the day before, we can wake up and have a relatively clear perspective. That's why so often we say, let me sleep on it. I hope that gives a little idea of what really? I think dreams yeah, it, it certainly does. When we when we're dreaming, um is the information that we're that is occupying our dream or or fueling the dream, is that all mm. coming from us internally or is it coming from some other maybe a spiritual or ethereal place? Well, I think that all depends on what you consider us to be. I think because your show is called Beyond Reality, I can get a little bit woo-woo Absolutely. with you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna, welcome it. You're not gonna... <laughs> it's pretty much how we run. Yeah. You, you welcome the woo-woo. That's good. Yes. So I think most most people consider themselves to be the sum total of what's on their resume and what the stories that they've had in this life. And, and if that's how a person's going to define themselves, then, then I would say your dreams are not just about that and the content of your day-to-day life. It's about much more than that. But if you are somebody who listens to Beyond Reality Radio, then you must have some sense of yourself as being beyond your five senses and beyond your life experience. So I think everything we dream about, to some degree, is all us, even the craziest, most wild alien abduction dreams. It's all us. We're, and I think um, it was Einstein that talked about how we are either, we're nothing or we're everything. It's all us. And we're connected to a friendly universe. And that universe is on our side. And that universe is sometimes what we open up to in dreams. So sometimes our dreams are very mundane and they're very much helping us with our current challenges or whatever we're grappling with in our daily lives, a relationship, a job situation, a health crisis, whatever that is, our dreams are helping us to problem solve and become more resourceful. But then out of nowhere, Aunt Bessie, who died 25 years ago, will show up in our dream and it's like, wait, how did she get here? And what the heck? And why was she wearing that strange coat that seemed to have a solar system painted on it. So, you know, so we have to get that there's that the dreams are just a hodgepodge of sometimes very literal things that are happening to us and sometimes things that have no connection to our lives right now at all. Carl Jung used to have a whole host of people that would come to him. He's the late great father of psychotherapy and he had a whole town and people that had no relationship to reality in his three-dimensional no life at all. And he would learn things from them and go to libraries and schools. And so, I mean, we can go far and wide in our dreams. Really, it depends on what we're interested in and the grace of God or spirit or whatever you want to call it. So a lot of it's pretty much just being fueled by whatever is going through our subconscious mind at that point, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's a that's a big part of it. We dream about what we are excited or passionate about or upset about or whatever. I always think of the unfinished business in our in our daily lives. We get these like yellow post-it notes that go on those things and the dreaming mind take they go it goes straight for the post-it notes. Like, okay, this is unfinished. This is where he needs help. This is where she needs guidance. Let's 
let's go in there. And then there's the things that come to us that are completely wild. But I think on some level, every dream, no matter how you slice it, we can look at it from a very practical perspective and, and get that it's all in service to our health, our wholeness, our well-being. And if we do look at whatever our challenges or whatever we're focusing on, our goals that we're looking at, and we take any snippet of a dream and look at it from the perspective of how is this helping me to manifest or achieve or resolve this issue, we'll have a, that's, we'll have a great aha. And it happens all the time. Well, and it's strange sometimes how you can get the answers you're, you're searching for through dreams in certain circum, certain uh, circumstances. Like we were talking, uh, JV and I were talking uh, before about at one point uh, a while ago, I was going over a wiring schematic and I was having, for whatever reason, the hardest time trying to figure out this, this wiring issue. Well, I ended up falling asleep and everything else, but while I was asleep, all of a sudden it clicked, the whole thing clicked and I was able to figure mm-hmm. it out. It's like, I, I knew what, what needed to be done and I, I did it and it, it resolved that issue. But, and it's funny because my, my brain, the part of my brain that I'm always using was somehow telling me that that wasn't the right way. But when I went to sleep, right. my subconscious mind it sort of just spelled it out. It sort of shut down that whole part of the mind that was, was trying to reason with everything. And, is some for, for whatever reason that's when I was able to figure it out. Well, that is a cool story, and that you should actually write it up for one of our next chicken soup for the soul books because <laughs> that's what these this, it's filled with these kind of stories, and this is the perfect thing to do. One of the stories in our my first chicken soup for the soul book, Dreams and Premonitions, is a similar story to what you just told. Um, it's out on a farm though. And but and it's a piece of technology um, that relates to a tractor. So there's this kid. He's like I don't know, probably 15, and his father passed away like a I don't know a few months before. And he, his father had always driven the tractor, and it was always really like held together by paper clips, basically. And and the the son, the, it's the story is told by the mother, and she says that her son comes in in tears because he's like, I I can't run the tractor, and if Dad was here, he would have fixed it, and I just have no idea how he would get this thing running. And he's so upset, he just like storms off, goes up into his room, and he ends up falling asleep and taking a nap. And an hour later. That same kid that was so upset comes running down the stairs, running out to the tractor with this big smile on his face, runs out to the tractor, gets it running. His mom comes out and says, what What happened? He said, I got it. Dad came to me in the dream. He showed me that there's this thing. It's the size of a quarter. It's underneath the steering wheel, way up inside this crazy little pocket, and you had to turn it to the left and then turn it to the right. Like, he got the answer in the dream, and now he knows how to work the tractor, and he didn't before. So it's it's amazing, and and we could say that he he might have known, he might have saw his dad do that, and didn't realize right. that he did. But on some level, our dreaming mind is just so far superior to our waking mind. And and the American Hypnosis Association, the, their statistic is that our conscious mind is twelve percent of our mind's power and our subconscious dreaming mind is 88% of our mind's power. 
And I'm here to encourage people to tap into it because it's yours. It's yours for the taking. And I mean, it's so, I love that you just told that story. It's so great how you got practical use out of, out of a dream. And there's more where that came from. You know, and, and Kelly, as a musician, I know a lot of these stories and it's actually happened to myself when I compose music, but uh, frequently Mm. artists will talk about songs and song ideas coming to them during a dream, and then they wake up and they write it down, and they have a notebook by their bed because it happens so often that they're ready for it. And uh, some of the oh, most yeah. popular hit songs were written during a dream. Uh, it's pretty incredible, and it happens all the time. It happens all the time. I know one of my favorites is um, is Yesterday by the Beatles. That came to Paul McCartney's right. dream. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. I'm a huge Beatles fan, so that was actually one of the yeah. ones I was thinking of, yes. Yeah, but I love that in his dream, it came to him not as yesterday. It was scrambled eggs. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, my darling, how I love your legs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he woke up and thought, wow, that melody is awesome. Those lyrics suck. So, <laughs> thank God he changed the lyrics. So we have to take a break here in just a minute, but one more question before we go to break. Um, you've yes. said that this is your mission to talk about dreams and to kind of educate people about uh, how powerful they are. Why is it so important to you to set, to, to get this message out? Oh man. Wow. If I believe if when I, when, when people I know start dreaming and paying attention to dreams, it seems like they, the light switch turns on, they become it's kind of like they become the more evolved version of themselves. They, they start having answers where they were struggling before. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm a visionary. I'm a dreamer. So I look out and I see the way the world is, is struggling. And I know that if the world was dreaming, for sure, we would be a more compassionate, more evolved, kinder, more loving, more, more relaxed people. We would be better, a better version of ourselves. And it's something that none of us have to go far to figure out or to do. We have these every night and I just want people to get excited about them and pay attention to them. I feel like that's one way that I can contribute to this planet. I've seen it happen in my own microcosm and I know if the ripple effect could happen, it would be incredible. Kelly Sullivan Walden is our guest. We're going to continue talking about dreams with her. Her website is kellysullivanwalden.com. We're going to be talking about a book, too, that she's recently written called Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. That's going to get very, very interesting when we come back. We'll start talking about the book on the other side of the top of the hour. All right, so make sure you tune in. You're listening to Jason and JV, Beyond Reality Radio. We'll be back after this. Did you know that online retailers like Amazon have constant deals that can save you money on the things you buy every day? It's no joke. Save 40%, 50%, even 80% on great products, and all you have to do is know about them. Noodle Shark is the way to be alerted when something good is coming your way. Noodle Shark is the social media page that lists great deals that not only save you money, but give you the deals before anyone else has them. All you have to do is find Noodle Shark on Facebook. Search it as The Noodle Shark. That's The Noodle Shark, because you deserve to save too. Become a Shark and save. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Beyond Reality Paranormal. I'm your host, JV Johnson. I'm going to ask that you support this program. The easiest way to do that, by the way, is if you're listening as a podcast, you just open up the description of the episode and you scroll down to the bottom. And at the bottom, there is a link that says support 
this podcast. If you click on that, you'll be taken to a page that gives you a couple of options for supporting the show. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us bring great programs to you every week, and we look forward to continuing to do that. And if you're enjoying the program on YouTube, there's another way you can support the show. Just go to the description. You'll see a link to a Patreon page. It's Joha, J-O-H-A-W. And if you go to the Patreon page, you'll be able to pledge an amount to help support the show as well. Once again, thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. Please share it with your friends. Anyway, we're talking about dreams tonight with with Kelly. This is a short segment, Kelly, um, but I think there's enough time to uh, at least address address this question. When um, people have dreams that they remember, is there is there something more significant about those other than the fact they remember them? Because I know personally, it's very rare when I remember a dream. Um, but I think if I understand mm. what what the experts say, and you're one of them, uh, we dream all, every night whether we remember it or not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hard to that's hard to say. I think that it's it's uh, every single dream that we have is is there for a reason, whether we remember it or not. Um, we tend to remember the dreams that have higher voltage energy to them. If they're particularly emotional or vivid, then they're easier to catch. And I think that they come with a net technicolor so that we will catch them. Um, so we could say that those that are more pronounced probably are shouting at us to remember them. So I think there are some dreams that we might consider like the the blockbuster movies, and then there's some that are the movie of the week, and then there's some that are like commercials that don't matter as much, but they all have a purpose. Yeah, mine are all pretty um, much B-movies, I think, yeah. <laughs> Bargain rack, dollar it's rental zombie. movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. But I think they're all, I mean, and really all we can work with are the ones that we remember. Um, I always tell people, and I, I probably shouldn't tell them this, but I do. I tell them that your dreams are working on you whether you remember them or not. So you don't have to remember dreams in order to benefit from them. But if you want to really benefit from them and take it to the next level and really see your life change in pretty awesome ways, then it starts at the very least with you remembering some part of a dream and starting to make a habit out of that. All right. So we're going to um, jump into break here in just a minute. Before we do, I've given your web address out. Uh, is there any other mm-hmm. place that you would direct people who want to follow your work, find your books? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, kellysullivanwalden.com is my main website, but if that's hard to spell, people can also go to ihadthestrangestdream.com. That'll take you to the same place. On Facebook, I'm Dr. Dream or Kelly Sullivan Walden Dr. Dream, and it's doctor spelled all the way out. Um, and you can find me there. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. It's Kelly. S. Walden, if people want to learn how to develop their muscles in dream work, you can go to dreamlifecoachtraining.com. And that's kind of it. Mostly right. that's it. Sometimes on the program, we have to um, do what I would consider to be a bit of a public service announcement. And last week, I'm trying to remember if it was, do we have both of the pet the animal communicators on last week. I know we had them pretty close together. Maybe one was on early yeah. in the week last week and the one late in the week, the week before, but either yeah. way we talked a lot about pets and, and, and whenever we do that, we get reminded of how important pets 
are to people and, you know, the type of relationships that people will, will have with their pets. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the same or very, very similar to uh, the way people would treat a child. So I, I, I just want to report this. And apparently there's two very, very uh, dangerous strains of uh, flu spreading, particularly right now in New York City, um, that is considered to be a canine flu. It's a dog flu. And officials are saying that if if your dog starts to develop any flu-like symptoms, and they're very similar to human flu-like symptoms, you know, running nose, uh, kind of a coughing thing that a dog might do, or or even sneezing, uh, you might want to get them to the vet pretty quickly because it's a pretty dangerous strain of flu. There's two of them that are uh, being spread rather quickly, and it's an airborne flu. There's no natural immunity uh, by the dogs to these to these uh, viruses, and they're saying as the weather's been warming up, dogs are getting outside to play more, which is actually, and what we tend to think in humans, is a better situation for humans to be yeah. outside in warmer weather, but for dogs, it's the opposite because they're out and and there, you know, these germs are being spread in in parks or wherever the dogs are gathering. So, just kind of a, a bit of a public service announcement: if your if your dog is experiencing flu like symptoms, as you would expect them in a human, you might want to take the dog to the vet. Well, especially in New York, where they have like those animal, well, the parks, yeah, those yeah, little little right. playgrounds for dogs to get together and hang out. I'm sure that that becomes a situation, just like you know, parvo or any of those other things that can be spread uh, when animals get close to one another. Yeah, so be very, very cautious. You don't want to, um, you know, th- just uh, ignore it and then have a problem down the road. So that's kind of our our pet public service announcement here on Beyond Reality Radio. Another announcement, not necessarily public service, but we've got James Olson joining us on the program tomorrow night to talk about his book, Whole Brain Thinking, or how whole brain thinking can save the future. And it explores how we can achieve peace within ourselves, with others, and in the world by better understanding the nature of consciousness. But tonight we're talking with Kelly Sullivan Walden, dream expert, and what your dreams are telling you about your love life. So, yeah, yeah we're going to get into that because her book is called Love, Sex, and Relationship. It's Dream Dictionary. And we will also take your phone calls. If you've had a dream that you're kind of curious about, you want a professional opinion, um, give us a call at 844-687-7669. And a little bit later, we'll take those calls and we'll let um, Kelly tell you what she thinks about your dream. I know that people frequently have dreams that they wake up saying, what the heck did that mean? What was it trying to tell me? Should I, you know, should I play those lottery numbers? Whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, Kelly. (laughs) Well, Kelly, one one quick thing, just on the whole dream interpretation, I wanted to ask, uh, I've I've got a friend, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. His name's JV, but I'm not going to mention him. Oh, boy. Um, But, uh, you know, we we had a dream interpreter on in the past. JV was having dreams of volcanoes, and this person said that no no don't tell her don't tell her i want (laughs) to hear what she has to say okay Okay. so kelly so we had a dream interpreter interpret my dreams i just said (laughs) listen i when i was 16 17 years old i kept dreaming about volcanoes what could that possibly (laughs) mean what do you turn to my mic (laughs) what do you think (laughs) that means kelly please tell me sounds like she might think the same thing that other person thought but go on kelly i i have a feeling i know where this is going oh well Um, i'm not sure we do well, I always say if it were my dream, because I think there's nobody on the planet that can tell another person definitively what their dream means, but a frequent flyer like myself, I can um, I can talk about what I think it would be if it were my dream. And a volcano is something that erupts, that builds up energy, and then explodes, <laughs> and right. that can be emotional, it could be sexual, it could be 
all manner of things, and sometimes literal. We just had a big um, volcano explosion in in Hawaii. I just actually climbed a couple of volcanoes, so it's interesting in in um, Guatemala. So strange you bring those up, but they're they're mighty, they're powerful, and they're and I think every dream is multidimensional. So it might mean one thing. You might think, okay, this is a sexual dream, um, but it could also be about your your potential that that maybe you'd suppressed or you didn't want to, I don't know, show off or whatever. And it's like you going kablam. To me, it's a it's it says that there's a lot of energy, and what's repressed must express to can find I, a healthy outlet for can it. I just, That's my can I just say just just to kind of clear my name here a little bit? I was really really interested in geology and science okay. when I was in okay. high school. So that had to be what it was about. Right, Kelly? I was just dreaming about geology, geograph- or ge- geological sure. uh, events, right? That had to be it. Absolutely. Okay. If that, it's your dream, and you're the, you are the expert on your dream, so I would say yes. Okay, so <laughs> I... Anything that anybody says about your dream is really revealing a lot about themselves. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, Jason. There it's you like, go. Take that. There um, you go, Jason. I got six kids. I'm good. <laughs> so I, I turned a little red in the face here during this this part of the discussion. So I'm going to return the favor to you, Kelly. What's the story oh, of you being named Miss Miss Public Nuisance of Beverly, Beverly Hills? What is with that? <laughs> hey, where was my reality show? And that was going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I demand a recount. Oh my lord! It was. Really, so I was, um, God, I was like 20 or 19, I don't know, and I was um, working at a, it was a very hoity-toity art gallery, and it was owned by a ridiculously wealthy multimillionaire who had a whole bunch of Rolls Royces that he insisted on parking on Rodeo Drive in front of this art gallery, and you're only supposed to park for like 60 minutes. So he accumulated all these parking tickets, and of course he could afford them and he would just pay them. But he was, after thousands and thousands of dollars of tickets and him, they they tried to get him to move his car so other people could park there, and they named him the public nuisance of Beverly Hills. And then he decided to come out with a fragrance, and he hired me to be his perfume girl that wore a sash and Tiara, we had a little beauty contest, and I won, and I got to be like the perfume public nuisance hey everybody, girl. Thanks for listening and to I, was, I had Reality a small Paranormal. little debut on Johnson. Lifestyles I'm of the Rich and Famous. I drove around in one of his Rolls Royces waiting the at people. Way to do that, by <laughs> Smelling the way, really good, by the way. Was Robin Leach, right? Wasn't he the host of that the program? Yes, the, yes, yeah, yes she funny. was. And I sold the bottle of it to Kevin Klein. I think it was, I don't know if the cam was rolling at that point, but there were celebrities that would come in that I sold to. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us bring a great programs to you every <laughs> way back week. In the day. So, um, to do that. let's talk and about... Uh, actually, program, you know, let's go to the phone lines. We've had some people already waiting on hold here, so let's uh, let's take a call or two, and then, then let's get yeah. into the book Patreon a little bit more. Uh, this is Doug calling okay. in from Ohio. Hey, Doug, you're on with Kelly. Hey, Jason, JV. Kelly, how are you? Once again, thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. Please share it with your friends. Any better? I'd need a twin. Okay. What's on your mind? Uh, Kelly, I've had uh, a few observations, or what they call visitation dreams, people tell me. Mm. Uh, one from my dad, one from my football coach, and one from a friend. And I just wonder, you know, about those. 
they're a little freaky mm. when I wake up in the morning because I, I remember them pretty vividly. They're pretty vivid dreams. It's kind of a, hi, how are you, good to see you, and then it's over with. Mm. Um, my my point of view about hey everybody, thanks for listening so to Beyond Reality Paranormal. I'm your host, Judy Johnson. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to ask that you support this it's program. It's a blessing when the we have these way dreams. To do that, by the way, and I get that it can be a little bit, as a podcast, a little bit freaky because you don't know. I mean, it's only freaky to the part of us that's awake when we're awake, but when we're dreaming and we're having the dream, usually it's quite lovely. And when we realize for supporting the show, we greatly appreciate it. It helps us bring great programs. To a brief you every week, and side. we look forward to continuing to do that. I, and I had if you're enjoying the program on YouTube, there's another way you can support the show. Gone, Just go to the description. I was You'll trying so hard to, to communicate to people that were here because J-O-H-A-W. everyone was freaking out. And, and if you go to the Patreon page, you'll be able to pledge an amount oh God, to help support it, the show as well. Once again, thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. Please share it with your friends. Through the veil, it takes a lot of love for people to actually penetrate and pierce that veil and reach out to us. So. I think if we have a dream of a departed loved one, we have to know no matter what happens in the dream, whether it's really casual or profound, that it takes so much love for them to pierce the veil, so to speak. So at the very least, we can feel tremendously loved and also affirmed that life goes on, that there's more going on than just this. And then we could take it to the next place by decoding that dream and looking at some of the symbols and some of the things that they may have said to see if it may be a message for us. But at the very least, just know that these people love you and they're, they're, they're in your corner. And um, it, it can be very healing if there's, un, if there's unresolved feelings. So I hope that helps. Yeah, uh, the only thing I would get really freaky about is if they told me I was joining them next week or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that might be a little bit freaky, but but probably probably not. I mean, I think um, you know we it's I, I, and they didn't give you that message, did they? That was just what oh, no, you were no no no. I was kind about. of being jovial there, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it was a very it was kind of a nice thing. Like like I said, it was like hi, how are you? Miss you? Mm. You know uh, how you been? You know, it was just kind of like a. One of them, I was walking down the street with a uh, bunch of sidewalk cafes, and there was my good friend who passed away suddenly from a blood clot. And uh, wow. my old foot, and my old football coach, uh, I was a teammate of mm. mine, and my coach. They're sitting there at a sidewalk cafe, and I just happened to walk by, and they're sitting there, and they both stood up, gave me a hug, and hey, how are you? Good to see you. And I told my mister, <sighs> you know that kind of thing. That's beautiful. Well. If I were you, I would just dwell on the fact that it's so cool that they showed up and that they are that you're connected to them and that they must love you and and be part of your your team of angels and and that's a really cool thing and good for you for remembering those dreams. Okay, thanks a lot, Kelly. Thank you for, for the you're call. You're welcome, Doug. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for the call, Doug. We appreciate it. So, so the book, uh, Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. I mean, when you talk about the book, you talk about it helping people remember dreams. You're talking about it helping people interpret dreams. Um, mm-hmm. What is the uh, the million dollar question here? And we'll we'll have a quick answer. Then we have to go to break. But the million dollar question is: What's the love, sex, and relationship part? <laughs> well, I I realized that. 
so many people have relationship on the brain. I mean, there's a lot of aspects to what it is to be human, our work, our bodies, our our careers, our there's so many things, but there's some people that are really like focused on a, a relationship or trying to get into one or trying to get out of one or trying to figure out how to make the love stay. And and if that's what's on your mind and that's what you're struggling about, then you can look at your dream very specifically from the perspective of it helping you in your relationship or in your love life or in your sex life. So I just found that because relationships are such a, it's always been such an area of fascination of mine that, and I found that they were helping me in my relationships. And I I just wanted people to be able to not just have a generic dream interpretation guide, but a way to be able to skew their ability to, to get specific guidance regarding their relationships from their dreams. So um, every single symbol, and there's over a thousand of them in this book, is is slanted towards it giving you, it giving you guidance regarding your love, sex, or relationship. Great. Okay, and we're going to get into that in a lot more detail when we come back from the break. You're listening to Jason and JV, Beyond Reality Radio. We'll be back after this. You know, when you listen to this program, you hear many interesting guests who discuss many interesting topics. Most of those guests have books, movies, or other work that support their ideas. And we've made it very easy for you to find that work. Just go to Amazon.com slash shop slash Taps. Not only will you find the books and other work of our guests, but you'll help support this program at the same time. Again, it's Amazon.com slash shop slash JVJTaps. You'll also see links in the description of this episode that you can click on. We can only scratch the surface of many of these topics, and the real knowledge is what you'll find in the pages or frames of our guests' efforts. So click the link and browse, and hey, thanks for listening. Welcome to the show. We are talking about dreams with our guest tonight, Kelly Sullivan Walden. Check out her website. It's her name, kellysullivanwalden.com. Several books to her credit. And uh, we're talking about uh, her most recent, which is called Love, Sex, and Relationship. It's a dream dictionary. And we're going to continue that conversation. We'll also take your phone calls at 844-687-7669. Kelly, you want to grab a call or two here? I would love to. Absolutely. All right, let's do that. We've got Lelania calling uh, in, in. She wants to talk about uh, a dream interpretation. Hello, Lelania. Hello. How are you guys tonight? Great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What a, um, what a pretty name. I'm not sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I guess it's not really interpretation. It's trying to understand, I guess, exactly um, something that I've never experienced before. Um, my husband, when we were first, Dating, he would have a lot of sleep paralysis dreams. Not like your typical just being held down by like a, a black shadow or old hag, but really involved, like he was fighting something. And he would have these a lot um, before we were dating. And then one night, we both had really odd dreams. He had a dream where something was trying to get into the door into the bedroom door, and he said that I woke him up telling him not to open the door. At the same time, I was having a dream of someone coming in through the kitchen. It was like a really tall, dark man with a hat on where you couldn't see his face. And that's all I could really remember from the dream was seeing him come through the kitchen. Well, I had never really woke Mm. up and told him not to open the door. That was just his dream. 
And so it's mm. kind of like they were combined. But after that, he stopped having the sleep paralysis what? dream. So it was just kind of odd. Wow. So that dream, that was like the, the capper in a way. Interesting. Right. You know, I've, I've heard so many of these. It's, it is definitely a phenomenon, and it's so much so that I can't think that it's just sleep paralysis. I think there's something else going on, and I, my hunch is that the, the beings and the, the energies that are being connected with, have there's a reality to them. And it takes a sensitive soul to be able to perceive these things that most of us can't see. And, and, and they're more than a dream. It's, it's like a beyond, not just beyond reality, but beyond dream. Um, it, I think it is tapping into another, another dimension. And I think there's so many dimensions of reality that are happening side by side to this one that we're having right now. So it's not that strange to imagine that there are other beings that are, and I think when they find a soul, like it sounds like your husband is and, and you too, that, that has um, what we in the dream world like to call thin walls. If somebody has got thin walls, that means that they are somebody that people come to because they can help them or they, it's like you become a bridge so I think that it's it's a talent, it's a gift in a sense, and it's also probably a source of some torment because unless there's like a plan for what to do with it and how to how to deal with it. But it sounds like he he stopped them, um, or stopped being aware of them anyway. I I don't know. I mean, this is not the kind of dream I would typically want to interpret because it seems like it may be um, a little bit more literal. That's my hunch. Okay. Yeah, it it seemed it seemed pretty literal, but it was just it was odd because I'd never had like a I guess like a side by side dream with Yeah, know, that's it. We so started this show talking odd. about tandem dreams. I think that that adds another layer of of importance to it and and connection. And in some way, that must have I would imagine if um, if that were my dream that it would have brought my husband and I even closer. Like you, not feeling like it's just his phenomenon, but it's it's yours too. It's something that you got a a moment in time of sharing the reality of that and the intensity of it. So um, I mean, that part of it is is really really positive. Um, so, whew, I mean, I. I don't know. To me, I think that that your husband is probably somebody who would, if he wanted to develop his psychic abilities, would be a candidate for that. The things that one can do with that sensitivity, it's it's vast and unlimited. And it sounds like he has that, and it sounds like you do. You've got some of that yourself. Well, Anya, thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to uh, Francis calling in from Colorado Springs. Hey, Francis, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you. What's on your mind? Well, um, this morning I listened on the radio to Trump uh, talking on Long Island, New York, and I just listened to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was talking about some mean gangsters of the, they're called something, 13? M13. Yeah. And, and uh, this afternoon, I went to sleep. Mm. Uh, I went to sleep. I uh, uh, I had to dream about it. Mm. 
Okay. And I didn't know. I didn't know if. Uh, I didn't know if he could do that. If 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 he hmm. could capture all of them. Hmm. Um, I don't think. Um, well, yeah, Francis. I don't think um, dreaming about uh, current events is is an odd thing. I think it's probably something pretty common and expected, given how stressful some of this news can be. Wouldn't you agree, Kelly? Oh, absolutely. It's. I mean, that's why I always tell people be very aware uh, and mindful of what you're consuming before you sleep, because those moments are really important. I mean, so many of us fall asleep watching television, watching the news, and we will definitely take that into our dreaming. And um, so it's it's helping us to figure it out, especially if it is. Um, something that's dramatic or scary, we will dream about the things for sure that that get us that get us all riled up. So, um, it's it's in some way our dreaming minds attempt to help us come to peace with the fact that we're living in a world where these things exist, and dreaming about them helps us to become more resourceful should they ever ever impact us directly right here and now. So, um, it's all a very positive function that we have, and it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's trying to program you, although I know that does happen sometimes, but it would be kind of strange if, if I think um, if it was somebody that you, you know, a public figure that you don't have a personal connection with, that's, that's probably a bit of a stretch, but it's not, it's not unlikely that you would then dream about it, but I would pay attention to what you dreamt about it and I think the way that you dreamt about it would be would be unique. A um, hundred people could be listening to that and all have very different nap dreams um, because it's based on on the unique perspective that you're bringing to it. So I hope that helps. And I love your name, Francis. By the way, that name is a family name of mine. So thanks for checking in, Francis. Thank you so thanks much for the call. question, and it was a great uh, entry into a good part of the conversation here. Let's go to yeah. David calling in from South Carolina. Hey, David, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. I have a question for the dream expert. Yeah, sure. Well, my daddy died back in 1994. The night, the, mm. the night we buried him, he started getting mm. that in my dream. Three nights in a row, he had come out of his coffin, which scared me to death. And I woke up, mm. and it has bothered me to know why he would do that. David, may I ask how mm. old you were at the time? I was 27. Mm. Wow. So, well, there's a, there's a few different things going on. So your dreams are not necessarily literal. In fact, more often than not, our dreams are symbolic, and um, they can be even wish fulfillment, or they can be kind of a even us or on the opposite end of the spectrum, working out like the worst case scenario. So I would imagine, but just by the fact that you call him daddy, that he's somebody who you really, really loved and you were really close to him. I think most of us, it's very traumatic when we lose a loved one, especially a parent. So that by itself is scary. And, and there may have been some kind of a television show or something that you watched where there was somebody that popped out of the grave. So kind of combining these elements, but if it were my dream, I might also think about somebody coming out of a grave means that they're not dead, means that they're still alive, and and that could be slightly a wish fulfillment if it were my dream. I might think, wow, because I, I really don't want my dad, my daddy to be dead. I want him to come back to me. And on some level, even taking it another 
notch deeper like the Russian dolls. There's always the layers that you can go inside of it. I would say on some level it could be a message to the subconscious mind that your daddy isn't dead, that he is more than just his body that's inside the grave, that there is a part of him that is beyond the grave that you can be connected to. Now, it sounds like it scared you, so I would do what I like to call dream re-entry, where you go back in and you you look at that dream as if it were a movie and you're the director of the movie, and it's up to you to redirect that dream movie in a way that ends up leaving you not scared but feeling empowered. Like maybe he comes out of the grave and he tells you, I love you, he gives you a big hug, and you two go flying off together somewhere. Or, you know, it's up to you to use your imagination, but... A nightmare, I believe, is an unfinished dream, and it's up to you, the dreamer, to creatively find a way to finish that dream. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the call. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, David. That brings up an interesting point, uh, Kelly, nightmares in general. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. some people think, uh, you know, they think of a nightmare, they think of something terrible happening in a dream, and it scares you and and has that effect. However, I know that personally, I've had nightmares where the dream itself has is not scary at all. Nothing about the dream should cause me stress or anxiety, but yet that feeling still exists. What's happening there? Oh, right. Yeah. So there are the dreams that are obvious nightmares where there's blood and gore and guts, and then there's other dreams where there's just like an anxiety, an anxious feeling, even though there's no stress going on in the dream. Well, there's, I I talk about the three kinds of dreams. There's the angel, ego, and caveman. And from the the caveman perspective, those are dreams and nightmares that, that are about survival, and those tend to be the ones that are more graphic and more um, memorable in, in that they, they're very vivid and they're about life and death or sex and, like, dominating or they're, they're very animalistic. But the ego dreams are where we're trying to work out our social issues. So those can look more, more subtle. And and yet they can still feel incredibly intense, like the dreams of showing up to class late or forgetting a test or not wearing your pants out on a date or God knows, whatever that is. Um, but that might not seem gory, but they can be so incredibly um, anxiety-ridden. And they're helping in many ways to to help us work through these issues and to help us find our way through them to find solutions so that if they should happen in waking life, um, we have had a rehearsal for those things and we know we're better prepared for what to do with them. We don't have uh, a lot of time left, just a couple of minutes. And I realized that uh, we were going to talk a significant about uh, amount of time about your dreams uh, and what they tell us about your, our love lives. And we didn't really spend a whole lot yes. of time talking about that yeah. at all, but let's take, we have well, about, about three minutes here. So I don't want to, I don't want to um, yeah. cut you short, but let's talk a little bit about that. What can we learn about our love yeah. lives in our dreams? I think based on where you're like, where, where you're at. So everybody who's listening is in some place in their relationship, like a significant relationship. You're either trying to get into one, trying to get out of one or trying to, figure out how to have more harmony. So if you think of whatever your primary issue is with regards to relationships, your that's you can you can look at your dreams from the perspective of your dreams are trying to help you be better in your love life. 
And um, because we are relational beings, we would not survive in this world without relationships, even if we think we're a lone wolf. We're not. Our dreams are helping us to to work out the issues so that we can um, heal from heartbreak, feel more confident about ourselves. Um, There's, you know, I think one of the big issues that people have, I hear so many people that talk about dreaming about other people. They're in a significant relationship and they yet they're dreaming about somebody else or their loved one is dreaming about someone else or they're dreaming about their loved one cheating on them. And one thing I always tell everybody that is that everyone and everything in your dream, consider that it's an aspect of yourself. And if there's any kind of sex going on in your dream, consider that sex is a metaphor for deep, intimate connection. So it's helping you to grapple with aspects of yourself because it's all about you and you and you. If you are, if you fall in love with yourself, if you develop an enormous sense of confidence and well-being, your relationships are going to reflect that. Uh, most of us go for, our, try to fix what's broken in ourselves through the people that we mate and relate with instead of doing it in the opposite way. So our dreams can help us heal and become better relationship people um, from the inside out and can make it so it's a lot more joyous to do that. So I can, I can answer any, go, kind of go in a more specific direction if, if there's anywhere you'd like me to. Well, we're going to have to have you back on to do that because we're out of time, but I do have one more okay. question. Um, you've got several mm-hmm. books related to dreams, obviously to your credit. And um, if our listeners wanted to start with one of yours, would you recommend this love sex relationship book? Or is there another one in your list of books that you've written that you would recommend they start with? I would, if relationships are important to people and, and they're having a lot of sexual dreams or relationship dreams, um, and they're plaguing them, then definitely pick up the Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. Um, the, the book that I have, it's called It's All in Your Dreams. It's All in Your Dreams. That's the book that I recommend that people read to get a comprehensive perspective on why we dream, what we're doing with dreams, and how to work with them in general. Um, and then the latest Chicken Soup for the Soul book, a lot of people are really loving. It's very inspiring. If people are having a hard time dreaming or remembering dreams, if you read a book like Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and the Unexplainable, it will pique your ability to, to remember your dreams because you're going to get jealous of the dreams that are written about in that book, and you're going to want to have some of your own. So you just have to go out of your way to read something dreamlike before you go to sleep and then record your dream first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. Well, Kelly, and that thank, should help. thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us and talking with us, and we look forward to having you on again at some point. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I love you guys. You're awesome. Thank you. And by the way, um, if they if they go, if your listeners go to my website, kellysullivanwalden.com, or I have the strangestdream.com, they can download a free dream declaration meditation that's something that will help enhance dream recall and point you in a positive direction with your dreaming. Very oh. cool. Thanks so much. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you again. Yeah, thanks, Kelly. And uh, sorry we didn't get to all the phone calls. We just simply ran out of time. 
All right, so we're going to take a quick break and come back and wrap things up. You listen to Jason and JV on Beyond Reality Radio. We'll be back after this. Did you know that online retailers like Amazon have constant deals that can save you money on the things you buy every day? It's no joke. Save 40%, 50%, even 80% on great products, and all you have to do is know about them. Noodle Shark is the way to be alerted when something good is coming your way. Noodle Shark is the social media page that lists great deals that not only save you money, but give you the deals before anyone else has them. All you have to do is find Noodle Shark on Facebook. Search it as The Noodle Shark. That's The Noodle Shark, because you deserve to save too. Become a shark and save. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Beyond Reality Paranormal. I'm your host, J.V. Johnson. I'm going to ask that you support this program. The easiest way to do that, by the way, is if you're listening as a podcast, you just open up the description of the episode and you scroll down to the bottom. And at the bottom, there is a link that says support this podcast. If you click on that, you'll be taken to a page that gives you a couple of options for supporting the show. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us bring great programs to you every week, and we look forward to continuing to do that. And if you're enjoying the program on YouTube, there's another way you can support the show. Just go to the description. You'll see a link to a Patreon page. It's Joha, J-O-H-A-W. And if you go to the Patreon page, you'll be able to pledge an amount to help support the show as well. Once again, thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. Please share it with your friends. I love talking about dreams, and she was very, very informative and interesting. Oh, she was just phenomenal and just fun to talk to. So we look forward to talking to her again. Head over to Facebook.com slash Beyond Reality Radio. Make sure you like the Facebook page for us. Then head to BeyondRealityRadio.com. Get the free iPhone and Android app. Find all the stations we air on across the country. Or just listen from the website any night we're alive. This is Jason and JV on Beyond Reality Radio. We'll catch you all tomorrow night. Beyond Reality Paranormal is hosted by J.V. Johnson and produced by Orion Palmer and Slick Eddie Edwards. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please consider supporting the program either through your podcast platform, click on the link in the description, or on Patreon at Joha Productions. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Paranormal or you have a recommendation for a guest, contact our producer, Slick Eddie Edwards. Eddie is spelled with a Y at slickeddieedwards at gmail.com.